0: Good morning for Thursday, October 9th, 2014. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Patient dies in Dallas, fueling alarm. Newly vigilant, U.S. will screen flyers for Ebola. And U.S. steps up fight to block ISIS volunteers. In today's national headlines, as the energy boom ends, a political identity crisis... Super responders may hold clues to cures in their genes. And justices hear Case about jurors. In today's financial headlines, the Dow was up sharply 275 points yesterday. The NASDAQ was up almost 84. Obama briefed early on JP Morgan breach. Fed affirms rate outlook but seeks flexibility and Russia seeks to play sanctions over Ukraine tit-for-tat. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now, as chosen by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Dallas, Patient Dies in Dallas Fueling Alarm. For Louise Trow, word of the death of her fiancé, Thomas Eric Duncan, unfolded Wednesday as everything else has since he was found to have Ebola at a distance. Dallas County's Chief Executive Clay Jenkins and the Reverend George Mason of Wilshire Baptist Church drove to the home where Trow, 54, has been under quarantine with her 13-year-old son and two other young men, all of whom had been living with Duncan when he first began to show symptoms of the Ebola virus. "'We never sat down,' said Mason, who's the pastor of the church Tro attends. "'We did not touch them. We kept about a three-foot distance from them at all times.'" The death Wednesday morning of Duncan, 42, the Liberian man at the center of a widening public health scare, and the first person diagnosed with Ebola in the United States, heightened anxiety and fear here. It also renewed questions about whether a delay in receiving treatment could have played a role in his death and what role it played in the possibility of his spreading the disease. His death came on a day when a sergeant with the Dallas County Sheriff's Office, who had been in the apartment where Duncan had been staying, was rushed to the hospital and monitored for possible exposure to Ebola. Federal health officials said that they had not confirmed whether the sergeant, identified as Michael Monig, had definite contact with Ebola, or definite symptoms of the virus, but that he was being assessed. While there were condolences expressed throughout this city over Duncan's death, there were also renewed questions about the handling of his case by Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital in Dallas, and whether Duncan would still be alive had he been admitted when he first went to its emergency room on September 25th. I trust a thorough examination will take place regarding all aspects of his care, Trow said in a statement. A spokeswoman for the Texas Department of State Health Services said officials there were considering investigating the delay in treating Duncan for Ebola, including the hospital's compliance with state health and safety laws and regulations. But she added that the agency's top focus right now is the contact investigation and monitoring.